Hi, welcome to Race House with me, Joe Lee. And me, Darren Reeves. Well, uh, the Mexico Grand Prix, a uh, lot happened, a lot of drama, a um, lot of great racing, beautiful sunshine. Um, but let's go back to Quali. And very quickly, it was great to see Daniel Ricciardo uh, fourth in qualification, Darren. Wow. Do you know what? I'm a big Daniel fan. I think his personality just brings brightness to Formula One and gutted to see him leave last year. Oh, look at that. Look at that. He's got a helmet. I love it. McLaren one, but it's right. It's, it's I don't care. Different. I love that, mate. Now, those mini miniature helmets, 50% size, aren't they? I think they're really cool. I think I told you I bought my dad a Hamilton one at Zandvoort mm. a few years ago. So, uh, so, um, but Ricardo, he needed that this weekend. Uh, mm. Fourth, qualifying fourth. Where has that come from? Where did it come from? It's just come out of absolutely nowhere. Quick car. You know, um, and I have got to be honest, I thought it was going to be Albon who was going to surprise us in quality because in free practice, he uh, he came second, literally a couple of hundreds behind Verstappen in FP3. And I've got to say, I've enjoyed a normal weekend, Joe, of FP1, FP2 and FP3, where everybody just works and gets better. Everybody knocks another second off their lap time. It's boring, I know, but there's something about seeing them perfect what their cars can do yeah, on that track. Do, it do you know takes what? time. I'm, I'm kind of with you, actually. I do prefer. because <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of having two races and stuff, but I think it's yeah i it needs to be a middle ground somehow but yeah i, I kind of prefer yeah i've, I've changed to I, I, coat. I, I like the fact that the jet you know we have quali that sets the race and then we do the race i'm struggling with quali on a friday it makes friday more interesting i get that but mm -hmm. then we just have this gap of 36 hours that we've all forgotten Who's who's fourth? Yeah. You know, Ricardo would. Oh, oh yeah, Ricardo's on fourth. I forgot about that. Yeah, you know? it's, it's a bit weird. But also, yeah. I mean, look at the Alfa Romeos. I mean, they were there in the top ten of quality. Top ten, ninth and tenth. Wow. You know, I I think what we're seeing, and this is happens over the development program of each season, is is everybody just gets closer and closer. And I've seen more development towards the end. You know, in an October, you know, when the season is finished so we're not racing for a championship at all but everybody's still developing to get closer to red bull whereas red bull are probably sat there going well we'll do a few upgrades but we're there you know you lot try and catch us the gap is getting smaller for sure and um so alfa romeo i think they did a great job in quali more than the race but Ric yeah. for me ricardo was the star of qualifying but who wasn't mm. the star of qualifying joe Norris. Well, Norris. Yeah. He's had such a great season, but what a disaster. I don't put it mm. all the blame all on him. You know, he went out on a set of mediums and aborted the lap, came in, went out on a set of um softs and completely lost it through the S's. You know, he was lucky not to spin off into the barriers. He saved it. It was great driving to save, but there's such little downforce because of the air, the thinness of the air quality in Mexico City being what how many meters above sea level? Two and a half thousand. I'm not sure. Like but it's that. the highest yeah. track on the calendar, isn't it? Mm. It's a, it, it certainly it certainly is, and I th I think it's something like if you put Snowden on top of Ben Nevis, it's still not as high 
as Mexico wow. City. It's something very odd, an odd stat. So the air, the thinness of the air, they've got so much downforce on the car set, but the, like, like in Monaco or Singapore, but the reality is the actual downforce created by the thinness of the air means there's less than Monza which is the fastest track with the least amount of downforce, normal downforce. So, you know, the cars are slippy, you know, tyre, tyres are really unpredictable, but Norris blew it. And then when he did go out for his final mm -hmm. um, lap, Alonso had spun, which yellow flags. And so he was unlucky uh, there, but it led to something more interesting later for me. It, it did. So let's talk about the race. And, well... Turn one. We've had some pretty uh, epic turn ones this season, and this one was unbelievable. At his home race, hundreds of thousands of Mexicans cheering him on. Sergio Perez came well, straight off the track. I've got to be honest with you. I was cheering him on this weekend. Perez home race, yeah, sure. Mexico. You know he's got the car to do it. If there's one guy that needs a little bit of luck in Formula One right now, it is Sergio. He's a nice guy. You know, I don't want to see him lose his drive. I don't want to see him retire. Mm. Maybe I want to see him in a different car. But he needs a bit of luck. And all those fans, 400,000 fans went to Mexico City, Autodrome, James Rodriguez. Rodri I can't say it, Rodriguez. <laughs> then uh, um, 400,000, mate. That's not that many, less than Silverstone and Cota the yeah. week before. Austin, big, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big, big Huge. numbers. All there to see one person. And he was desperate. He wanted, when he saw the opportunity, he went for that first place. It was in the just first strange corner. because going three cars, these are wide cars, they know that. Yep. And, oh, yeah. you know, he could see ahead of him. He could see Max. He could see Charles Leclerc. And he was like, okay, I'm going to have a bit of this. Fine. But I think he thought, and I think he said this in the press interview afterwards, that he thought Charles was going to break before. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, he did have some track left. He could have stayed on that outside line, and the three of them could have gone round. But instead, yeah. as a lot of drivers do, and this is why a lot of crashes um uh, happen it you know they just cut in too much they don't follow if they had followed three car around the track it might have been a bit interesting and maybe charles would have thought okay i'm gonna put off for here but um it was look it was a big fail i mean he caught some real air as well which was spectacular to see well when the car came crashing down on the ground and ripped that side pod to shreds with the impact, yeah. you know, see the, see the slow motion the floor footage. Floor must have taken a beating. Oh, oh, massive. Just... And we all know about Perez's floor because it's changed the season, really, for development from uh, mm. Monaco up in the air. But mm. it reminded me, like, it was a carbon copy of, of Hamilton and Russell at Qatar three yeah. weeks ago. You know, he took the outside line, mm. comes into the first corner and cuts people off. You know it's three abreast. In fact, what he didn't know it was actually, I think it was almost four abreast, wasn't it? It was science as well. Because Verstappen was brilliant how he split the two Ferraris. Didn't yeah. allow them to close him off. Because really, Amazing. I was expecting the Ferraris to come together and send Verstappen round the outside. Obviously, mm. where Perez ended up going. That's where I expected. So, But they just didn't. Science didn't have a very good start. But when you watch the replays, the second phase of that start, wow, Perez just took off like a rocket from fifth place. To yeah. He was in the lead. He was actually in the lead for probably two or three metres before the impact took place. 
and uh, he could have gone across the grass he could have followed the edge of the circuit round but he was desperate he was desperate yeah you know it was all or nothing for him but isn't that what we want to see with drivers all or it's nothing pressure. it's pressure massive and certainly with that home race you've got all those fans who's been doing all the interviews in spanish you know you've got, you've got his family friends everybody there i mean you know what it's like when you do a gig and you've oh, got yeah. family and friends in the audience and you've got agents maybe there and you've got this and that and spot the and you're like you're kind of a bit after a while i don't know i, I kind of forget about all that stuff and just go and do mm. it but um but yeah it does add another level because you're kind it, of it, thinking about that and it could put you off your game and to add to that, Joe, I know what it's like when, you know, I, I can remember playing Hammersmith Apollo for Queen with Roger there and Spike there. And it was being recorded for an album as well, live album. Uh, all my family were there. It's massive, massive pressure. So it doesn't matter who you are, how old you are, how experienced you are. Those moments are really special and defining moments in your life. And mm. Mexico, you know, this Perez is probably sat there going, this could be my last Mexican Grand Prix if mm. things, if my ducks don't align. Because so I that's think, why he pushed. Mm. I think so. If he, if he is in the car next year, which I think all of us now are pretty certain he will be, it doesn't mean to say he'll be in the car for the whole season if things mm. keep going like they are. You know, it might be six races and we'll see a DeVries situation. We know Red Bull are pretty, pretty, you know, harsh. Well, they are harsh, but also, you know, it's about losing points at the end of the day. I mean, look at Hamilton. He had a great race. Oh, yeah. um, P- P2, just, oh, it was, it's the old Lewis. The old Lewis yeah. is back and the car is not quite there. He, he says that. And, you know, but, um, and I reckon a couple more laps at Austin, he could have won that race. Um, but after that disappointment of the disqualification, he knows this season now is just, kind of practice and getting his stride back this yeah. is the warm-up for next season we know this um but look great second place and now points he is in very close third Perez I think is on 240 points and Lewis is on 220 um so if this keeps going with three races left Lewis could definitely get second place this is on the cards now um yeah. Perez has really thrown away the season um what could have been a comfortable one two for Red Bull He's, he's mentally uh, really struggling. Uh, I'd still put it down to the fact that he came into this season believing he could win the World Championship. And this yeah. was his season to take on Verstappen. And the reality, we've mentioned it before, the bubble has burst in the Perez camp f- for mm. certain. You know, what do you do? What do you do when that happens? How do you react? Well, it's make or break. Everything's make or break. And right now, it couldn't be going worse for Perez. I feel really sorry for him yesterday because I, I was rooting for him. Come on, Perez, get that win, get out, you know. But, you know, we want to see drivers take risks. Uh, it, it, we do. Know, and but... and drivers taking risks uh, in this race as well. We saw Lando Norris, who, yes. yeah, d- a disappointing qualification, um, but an amazing race. I mean, it, look, it was a race of two halves, <laughs> really. Oh, um, without a doubt. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. as uh, as they say in football. But um, yeah, after the red flag, you know, everyone kind of had to reset. A lot of people lost momentum, I feel. And, you know, tyre temperatures and all this kind of stuff and the tyre wear and blah, blah, blah. So it was like, oh, okay, all that work for nothing. And Norris had done all that work. Um, but he came back, I, mean, I think it was 15th to well, 5th. Is that right? He So he started 17th on soft so he was the only person to start on soft so obviously he was hoping that he was going to get a Mm. really good start maybe get into the top 10 and then take a pit stop 
and go hard, hard. Anyway, um, the softs were rubbish and he didn't get a good start at all. So he came in really early on. I'm not quite sure which lap it was, but it was it was way before lap 10. And uh, he got on those hards and undercut so many people that he made it up to eighth before the red flag. The safety car comes out because of Magnussen's crash, which I, well, when we saw it, it was pretty horrific. Something broke on the car, didn't it? Yeah, it was um, Which were, you know. Um, but Norris pitted under the safety car, as did Verstappen. And I thought they have pulled a blinder here. No one else was pitting. I don't know if everybody else thought this was going to be a red flag and predicted it. But then, so when Norris came out, well, Verstappen came out in first on new tyres. But when Norris came out, um, that's when the red flag came in. And I was like, oh, no, this is all good. So he comes out in 10th. Starting on, what was he, on hard, hards, I think. He was on hards. And, but, uh, and so they all come in the pits. They all sit there. Uh, for 20 minutes, whatever it was, to repair the Tech Pro barriers, which I think are an amazing um, bit of engineering as well, to re- mm. to replace the the tire walls or the or the brick walls, as it were. Um, you know, they they've really improved that that side of safety. Uh, but Norris had a terrible start, and when they all came out, some were on mediums, some were on hards, and everybody was saying the mediums aren't going to last to the end, as we know now they were probably the better tyre to be on. But 36 36 laps on a medium tyre, nobody predicted that, even though we had FP1, 2 and 3 and Quali to be able to work it out. But Norris... Good luck there, maybe. um, I I think you're absolutely right. I don't think they knew. And and again, the air just makes everything completely different. So I love this circuit for these differences. You know, there's no other circuit like it. But Norris dropped back to 14th, mate, on the start. And that was... Let's do it over again. Yes. (laughs) It was a mess. Um, But then he fought again. I mean, I don't know if he got driver of the day, did he? Yes, he did. 29%. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I should have. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't see if he got it or not, but uh, he should have because that was well, well deserved. And then that car was really (laughs) rinsed that day. Um, Piastri didn't do as well, but Norris, again, showing why he's the number one driver at uh, McLaren. He's had to, you know, Piastri has really pushed him and winning that sprint race a few weeks ago just went, Mm. right, Norris, come on, you've got somebody pushing you here. And since then, he's just like him and Hamilton are just driving the socks off their cars right now. And as Brits, it's fantastic to watch. They are. And Mercedes is doing really well. George Russell was a bit invisible, I thought, uh, in this race. He was getting overtaken as well. Uh, I think he he got stuck behind science for quite a while, really. And the DRS Mm. for, I'd say it's the weakest, for one of the longest straights in Formula One, it's one of the weakest DRSs because, again, less airflow creates less DRS. And, of course, that's Mm. good news for us and um, Red Bull because they get this extra DRS that they seem to have developed uh, ahead Mm. of everyone else. But DRS didn't work, so it really showed you the drivers that could use the energy recovery system better Mm. and for Lando to go from 17th to 8th to 14th to 5th well he passed the whole field and some yeah I mean it's gonna be interesting the next three races what happens with with McLaren because uh, I can't wait for next season already because I really want them to do so well um (laughs) uh yeah I mean he was fantastic I mean we had lots of other things in the field you you mentioned um 
uh, Kevin Magnussen. That was a, a, a crazy crash, and the car yeah. was. I think it was a rear suspension that broke. Um, it, it, it was, and that sent him off. I mean, it wasn't his fault, you know. I don't think he could have. Well, done, he anticipated I that. I'm not sure because on the very last corner, which is now what Nigel Mansell corner, he went off to the left on uh, by the start finish straight. And oh, bumpy, yeah. bumpy, bumpy, bumpy over the grass. Oh, so yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the next lap that he crashed. So I think he damaged something on the car when he went off. Maybe there was which, a, a crazy dip or something yeah. that's not. And then yeah. it broke, and then some rear suspension. Oh, so it was broke. his fault. Kevin Magnussen, you it was your fault. <laughs> How dare you? How dare I was sticking up for him, but no, Darren, I, put oh, the knife man. in. I love K-Mag. <laughs> I love him. You know, when he came back to replace Mazepin, he, again, it's similar story to Ricardo coming back and replacing. Yeah, yeah. We met him in uh, Portugal, do you remember? That's right. We were in, That's right. in the paddock and stuff. We said hi to K-Mag. He was on the phone and uh, gave us a nice little wave and a little shout out. That was cool. I might I might have a little photo of it. I'm not sure. <laughs> there is a photo somewhere. Yeah, yeah, we've got we'll photos of all these guys. Oh, oh yeah. Us and the oh, drivers. Yeah. We're always with the drivers. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, look, not, not another uh, great race for Stroll. Um, he had well, uh, or Aston Martin in well, general, Aston Martin in general. Really. What come on? What has happened there? Well, I, I, do you know these upgrades that they bought to the last race? You know, and they said, oh well, we couldn't really. They didn't really show and whatever. I think we've got a very despondent Fernando Alonso in an Aston Martin now. Mm. You know, he's he's cascading down the driver standings and uh well it's fifth yeah. it's fifth yeah um, but, but science, science went above him didn't he uh, science they're both weekend. tied on 183 yeah um it. is what i'm looking at now yeah. but yeah like yeah it strolls down on 53 but um but i think uh, leclerc, i think leclerc and norris are going to pass alonso in the next three races i think he's going to fall yes. down you know, Orlando think, is now up to sixth, and so well, he's only got about fifteen points or something. And, and George, points. George is only thirty-two points behind him. So you know, George might win in Brazil mm. like last year. You know, mm. the the Mercedes has always historically been really good in Brazil, which we'll look ahead mm. to at some point. Uh, so I think all is to play for, and I think Fernando is a sitting duck in those that upgraded Aston Martin. Just bring the old one back. Bring the old one back from the start of the season. Just ditch mm. everything. And race it for yeah. three races and see what happens. The Red Bull version two, um, yeah. but it, <laughs> yeah, it is really gone wrong. And it was Stroll that got clipped in the Foro Sol uh, section in the stadium mm -hmm. uh, by Bottas, I think it was. That's right. Who yep. caught him? Yeah, span and it, so he span, span him out around, didn't he? Did he yeah. retire after that, or did he just come in last? Uh, I think he retired. From yeah. what I can well, remember. I can look it up. Yeah, so just not not great for Aston Martin. I mean, with the the, the stellar start, it's it's funny. Some teams started really strong, and now they're not doing very well. Some started terribly and are now doing really well, like McLaren. So it's been this real crazy graph, really. Um, but no, look, I I keep feeling for Leclerc because Charles Leclerc really should be up there. He should have. He got pole position in the qualifying. Yep. And he second pole have. in a row. Second pole in a row. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's great, but it's not translating. I mean, he, he got the podium, which is great. But signs, just from his consistency, is above him in the standings. And also, you know, 
Charles Leclerc got booed heavily when he had his yeah. post-race interview um, because I think the fans probably thought that he caused it. Yeah, I think uh, at the end of the day, that's exactly how they'll see it. He took out Perez, you know, whenever, whenever as fans, we're supporting our guys, you know, um, it's never, never their fault ever. So, uh, and there was a bit of an exodus as well during the race. Once Perez was out, there was a lot of people that just got out their seats and left. Are they <laughs> Perez fans? Are they Formula One fans? For me, you know, if Hamilton or Norris got knocked out of Silverstone, am I going to leave? No, I'm not. You know, but they're passionate get, get people. Money's worth. They yeah. are passionate. Yeah. Very passionate. So those that did stay, stayed so they could blame Leclerc and blame everybody else. Come on, guys. It this wasn't is, Leclerc's fault. One. It wasn't the clerk's fault. Um, he had you can see it to go. from the video. He had nowhere to go. He was sandwiched and yeah. he was dead straight. He was following his line. Perez moved in. And I'm sorry, you saw, you saw that on the video. I think Perez even admitted it himself. Um, yeah. It wasn't the clerk's fault. And he said, I'm sorry, you know, it happens in racing, but I didn't put into him or anything like that, which is, I, th I think is, is right. So, it. yeah, a bit of a weird one. Weird weekend for Perez, you know, uh, not Perez, well, for Perez certainly, but for Leclerc also. Um, but I'm glad he got a podium spot. Oh, do you know what? I think Leclerc is one of the best racing drivers in Formula One. You know, we've got Verstappen, we've got Hamilton, we've got Leclerc and we've got Norris. You know, four of the best drivers in four now of the best teams. And Alonso, let's say, in Aston Martin. So top five drivers, top five teams. We're in a really special place for next season. But somehow they've just got to find another half a second on Verstappen. And, uh, you know, we, will, we won't know till then. But I think we're in a really strong place. And they're dr all of them are driving those cars they've got to the best of their ability. So, uh, yeah. you know, and science... You know, some of the second drivers there with Science and, 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 and Piastri right now are definitely running a close second. So Ferrari and McLaren have got the strongest driver lineup for me. And had you asked me at the beginning of the season, of course, I'd have said Mercedes with Russell. But, mm. you know, he's a little bit behind at the moment. So it's not quite clicking for him as well as it is, you know, maybe for some of those other teammates. Yeah. But, but well, again, it, it turns around so quickly, doesn't it? You know, we, uh, yeah. we, 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 we were all cheering for Liam Lawson to be in a seat two races ago. Now we're just like, come on, da you know, Daniel's in it. We all love Daniel again. Uh, we are so fickle as F1, but that shows we're you how fickle. fast it moves. It is fast and ruthless. And um, no, there's some strong bonds. And, and talking of strong bonds, um, we've got some really strong fans. So we've got a lot of people who have been messaging us and supporting the podcast with people saying, oh, it keeps coming up on the TV screen everywhere because they all have smart TVs. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have any shout outs, Darren? Yeah, I do. So uh, I was with a few of my mates the other day. We have a golf society and it's for loads of ex-Portsmouth football club footballers back from the now I'm not a footballer I supported them I had a season ticket back in the day but you know so I was a bit of a fan it's like you and me Joe playing golf with a load of ex-Formula One drivers it's a little bit like that you know <laughs> it takes me back <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we need to get Zach and Lando on the golf course mate yeah That's they, love, challenge it. For they love it that's the answer oh, right. <laughs> so uh, so anyway no we had a meeting yesterday about our society it was all very official um, and we talked about the podcast because those guys have heard it as well so I want to do a little shout out to Andy Orford and Neil Sillett and the boys so uh, you know a good bunch of lads and good it's good when you beat a professional sportsman at sport just it's not their sport it doesn't matter but uh, I, I, I love doing it? that, mate. Oh, well, yeah. hi to Andy and Neil. Thanks for watching uh, Race House and, and uh, supporting us and sharing. Um, we will be back for the Brazilian Grand Prix preview. Um, three races left. 
not much uh, left now. So um, no. uh, Brazilian is going to be at a decent time as well. 1 p.m. I think UK, 5 p.m. Dubai, and yeah. uh, a, bit, a bit earlier in the morning for um, US. But I think it'd be a good timing actually for most countries. Um, so yeah, check out the Brazilian Grand Prix. We will see you then on that. Please like and subscribe. Check out the merch store, racehouse.cc. Uh, but for now, it's uh, goodbye from me, Jolie. And it's goodbye from me, Darren Reeves. See you next time. Take care.